Blog Talk Radio. Real, 
And, um, you know, this man, he had a 20-year career with the NBA, only with the Lakers. And now they're talking about they have assured a lot of the fans that he is he's being a first ballot inductee into the Nasmith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame later this year. Um, you know he, he, you know his accolades for such a young man. It just reads like a page, just a number of pages of books, because he was just the youngest, one of the youngest. Uh, stars to get drafted to the NBA. He was only 17 years old when he got drafted. Um, he was an 18-time All-Star. He was known for his remarkable scoring ability. His turnaround jumper was nearly unstoppable. Uh, he was just a championship pedigree. Uh, his He teamed with fellow All-Star Shaquille O'Neal to win three consecutive NBA titles from 2000 to 2002, and he later won two more rings in 2009 and 2010. And he was known as the Black Mamba, a nickname that he gave himself, and Brian twice led the NBA in scoring and won the league's Most Valuable Player Award in 2008. Now, uh, Kobe married his wife, Vanessa, in 2001. They have four, had four daughters, Natalia, uh, who was born in 2003. Gianna was born in 2006, Bianca in 2016. And the little baby girl was born last June in 2019. And his daughter, Gianna, was expected at the uh, – she she played at the Mamba Sports Academy in 2000. For and they were on their way to a basketball game scheduled for that Sunday afternoon, and Brian was one of the coach. He coached his daughter team in the game, and he Brian always said that he watches little uh his watch his little basketball team. He after he retired in 2018, he started coaching the team. Um, he also won an Oscar for best animated short film for uh his movie Dear Basketball, which was based on a poem he wrote. But uh, his daughter, Gianna, love of the game, sparked his interest in coaching her team. And the two were seen together at numerous NBA games recently. As a matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, they were here in New York City. They were at the Brooklyn Nets game just a couple of weeks ago. So, and Gianna just... She was just, you can tell she was her father's daughter because she was a beast on the court as well. You know, she just at the tender age of 13, she was uh, talking about uh, her aspirations of being a part of the WNBA one day. She was hell-bent on going to the University of Connecticut, the alma mater of Diana Taurasi and Maya Moore, Two players that Brian recently told on CNN could play in the NBA right now. Uh, it's just we all know that because of his ability, his 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 kindness, his charisma, his um, entrepreneurship, his love for the game, we'll, Brian will be remembered as one of the greatest players of all time. Um, 
tributes have already poured out, I mean, all over the country, even in Italy where uh, Kobe had spent some time there playing basketball. Uh, Also from his hometown of Philadelphia, his old high school uh, where he played, uh, where he got drafted, remembered him this week. Um, Also this week, a lot of celebrities have come together. You know the NBA logo, well, they're talking about doing a, a petition, well, they have, where they want to change the logo of the NBA to make put Kobe's picture on it instead. So it's just been a hell of a week. Um, again, five-time NBA champion Kobe Bryant died Sunday in a helicopter crash in Calabasas, California, an investigation into the crash that killed all nine people on board, including Bryant, his 13-year-old daughter Gianna, is still ongoing. Now, this is what has been confirmed so far. The helicopter, a Sikorsky S-76B helicopter, crashed just before 10 a.m. Brian and his daughter were headed to the Mamba Sports Academy in Thousand Oaks, California, for a youth basketball event. The helicopter carrying Brian and eight others had been given special permission to fly despite foggy conditions, according to a report from the New York Times. And due to the inclement weather, the chopper was flying quite low, and according to CNN, who reported it, at one point, the air traffic controller informed the pod that he was flying too low for flight following at the time, meaning that the chopper wasn't flying high enough to register on radar. Um, nobody survived the crash. Uh, all the victims were identified. Um, also, John Atabelli, one of the uh, victims, he was a champion baseball coach at Orange Coast College. He was killed along with his wife, Carrie, and their daughter, Alyssa. Other victims were Christina Moser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and Ara Zobayan, who was the pilot. They said that a brush fire caused by the crash prevented first responders from immediately getting to the site and that there was no black box in the helicopter. Having one was not a requirement. The pilot had 8,000 hours of flight time as a record submitted in July. His record, along with the record of any crew, will be examined during the investigation. And that the helicopter circled uh, Glendale, the city of Glendale, for 14 minutes after takeoff. The pilot proceeded to climb into the clouds before taking a sharp turn and ultimately hitting the ground. Now, Los Angeles County Fire Chief Daryl Osby said that the, the Los Angeles County Fire Department initially responded with 15 pieces of apparatus and 56 personnel. The Los Angeles County Fire Chief said at 9.47 a.m., the Los Angeles County Fire Department received a 911 call of a potential helicopter that went down and a brush fire. fire. And upon arrival, the firefighters discovered approximately a quarter acre of brush fire that resulted from a crash on the hillside. Um, The bodies have been recovered. Uh, According to the Los Angeles County Coroner's Office, they have been transported to the Department Forensic Science Center. Uh, The final body was recovered uh, yesterday. Investigators have not yet established the cause of the crash. They will examine the pilot history, the condition of the aircraft, and the weather condition, among various other things, during the investigation. Again, like I was saying, uh, tributes continue to pour. 
um, following uh, Kobe's death, and uh, but there was also some uh, controversy as well. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood was among uh, some, uh, some some celebrities paying her condolences through her post. Was also met with backlash due to her calling the late basketball star a rapist. Now, actress Kyla Pratt even took to her Twitter account to blast the other actress. Following news of Kobe passing, the Westwood World star wrote on the microblogging site saying, quote, What has happened is tragic. I'm heartbroken for Kobe's family. He was a sports hero. He was also a rapist. And all of these truths can exist simultaneously, unquote. The backlash was almost immediate with Kyla replying to her post saying, quote, Evan, we met as kids, and I grew up in the same industry as you, as you, and have admired your work from afar these past few years, on camera and off. But this tweet, how effing dare you? Director Kevin Arbor at China saying this is absolutely disgusting comment that reek of white feminism, narcissism, and veiled racism. You too, this tragedy and made it about yourself, unquote. Now, Evan herself did not regret what she said in the slightest bit as she responded to the outrage. She said, quote, this was not a condemnation of a celebration or a celebration. It was a reminder that everyone would have different feelings and there is room for us all to grieve together instead of fighting. Everyone has laws. Everyone would be triggered. So please show kindness and respect to all. Uh, the sexual assault case that she's talking about against Kobe began in July of 2003 when he was arrested after being accused of raping a 19-year-old hotel employee in his hotel room. Kobe admitted to a sexual encounter with his accuser but denied the sexual allegation at the time, and the case was then dropped after his accuser refused to testify in the case. However, she later filed a separate civil suit against Kobe that was settled out of court the late star publicly apologized to his accuser, though admitting no guilt. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres uh, broke down in tears as she paid tribute to her friend Kobe Bryant in an emotional speech film for her talk show. The TV presenter shoots her programs in advance, so she videotaped her tribute on Monday, July 27, 2020, to air on Tuesday following the basketball player's tragic death in the helicopter crash on Sunday. Uh, numerous late-night talk show hosts also paid tribute to Kobe and his daughter Gianna, who died alongside him in the crash, and opted not to have a live audience for his show in honor of the sporting legend. Jimmy Kimball instead directly addressed viewers saying, quote, Kobe was the last person you ever imagined something like this happened to. He was so strong and so handsome and smart and energetic. He was a hero, unquote. Jimmy Fallon and Conan O'Brien also remember Kobe and heartfelt tributes on their show. Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. And this week uh, we're talking about the uh, the sudden death of NBA legend star Kobe Bryant, who died in a helicopter crash along with, nine, uh, along with his daughter, Gianna, who was 13, and uh, seven other passengers. Uh, it just... It's one of those moments where you say, do you remember where you were 
or what you was doing when this happened. And the loss was so great. Even if you didn't follow sports, even if you didn't follow basketball, even if you didn't know Kobe as the person, you knew who they were talking about. Um, the Just the loss was so great, just felt all across the country, uh, felt all across the sporting arenas and venues. You know, they also had to postpone the basketball games. And any games that were scheduled to play, they took a moment of silence, uh, 24 seconds on the stop clock to be exact, to uh, remember to uh, to represent his his jersey number, which was 24. Um, it's just just such a tragic loss. It's just you know everybody who knew Kobe knew of him as a great guy, great. Uh, just a charisma type of guy, always there for his family, always there for his wife, just this all-star great player. And it felt it was just a hard, it was, this was a hard one. Um, it was definitely hard. I put it next to when we lost Michael Jackson, when we lost Prince, when we lost Whitney Houston. It was one of those type of days. So it's just, I, it's just it's just terrible, and people are still feeling the loss. People are still feeling the grief. Um, Bow Wow and uh, Timberland, they uh, oh, I was just talking about uh, Ellen DeGeneres when she uh, broke down uh, in tears that she paid tribute to Kobe uh, in an emotional speech film for her talk show, and. Uh, uh, also, Bow Wow and Timberland, they were among the stars who also shared their pride in being uh, girl dads after ESPN reporter Elle Duncan hit headlines with her touching tribute to Kobe Bryant. The basketball player and his, again, 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, were among the nine people that were killed. And following the tragedy, Duncan was among those to remember the sportsman fondly and recall one time when she spoke to Kobe about his family life and how he felt about having four daughters. Uh, she said, quote, she was like, uh, what would you think? How would you feel? She said, I was like, four girls, are you joking? And without hesitancy, Kobe said, quote, I would have five more girls if I could. I'm a girl dad. When I reflect on this tragedy and that half or half an hour I spent with Kobe Bryant two years ago, I suppose the only small source of comfort for me is knowing that he died doing what he loved the most, being a dad, being a girl dad, unquote. Now, after Duncan, L. Duncan, did her segment, it went viral. Bow Wow was quick to honor Kobe by sharing a snap of himself with his 8-year-old daughter. Um, he added the hashtag, girl dad, and a red heart emoji. Timberland also filed suit, posting several pictures with his daughter, Rain, and capturing them, saying, my baby Rain, hashtag girl dad. Meanwhile, Christy Teigen added uh, her husband, John Legend, to the conversation, sharing the video of Duncan's tribute on her Twitter page and writing, quote, the last time I remember John crying aside from this week was when Luna, that's their daughter, wrapped her little finger around his at the hospital when she was born. Uh, there really is something magical about girl and girls and their dads. Thank you, Elle, unquote. 
Snoop Dogg and several other celebrities, including Justin Bieber, Usher, 2 Chain, and Meek Mills, demanded that NBA change its logo to honor Kobe in a viral petition. Uh, they said, uh, this is what uh, Usher wrote on Instagram. He said, quote, couldn't be a better time or all-around athlete and person for it. Hashtag change the logo. Meanwhile, Meek wrote on his account, petition on ball is life goes sign, alongside a photo of the desired new logo. With the ultimate and unexpected passing of the great Kobe Bryant, please sign this petition in an attempt to immortalize him forever as the new NBA logo, unquote. Nick M., who launched the petition, wrote in the description, the petition had earned more than 2.5 million signs. Kobe and his daughter Gianna were on their way again to the Bryant Mamba Sports Academy in Thousand Oaks when they boarded that helicopter. Um, and due to the heavy fall, the, the helicopter crashed. Um the day after the helicopter crash, uh, they had announced as uh, that they announced that Kobe as one of the honorees for the 2020 class at the Nesmith Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, this ceremony, he will be Kobe will be inducted posthumously. Uh, posthumously in a ceremony that will be held in August in Springfield, Massachusetts, along with Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett. The finalist for the 2020 class, however, is yet to be revealed. So, uh, yeah, it's been a, a quite a trying week, a tragic week. Um, I'm think, and and then you know that the NBA All-Stars is coming up shortly as well. So, we're going to be talking about this for a couple of months from now, so so that you know once they make sure they got all the facts and all the as they do the investigation, uh, we'll be talking for about Kobe and the sudden death of Kobe and his daughter and the other people that were on board that flight for quite a while. Um, but in other news, in other celebrity news, uh, Universal Picture just debuted their uh, first teaser trailer for Fast and Furious 9, more than two years after the eighth installment hits theaters. Uh, first released via Vin Diesel Facebook page, the almost one-minute video focused on the new life of Dominic Toretto. Diesel as the domesticated father. The professional street racer has now retired and settled down with his wife, Letty, that's played by Michelle Rodriguez, and his son, Brian, who is named after Paul Walker's character, Brian O'Connor at a farmhouse. The little boy appears to share the same interest with his father as he helped Dom fixing a trail uh, tractor, actually. Narrating the video, Dom talks about how his life has changed. Uh, he's saying that now that he can't live his life a quarter a mile at a time anymore and that he tells his son while putting him to bed that he'll always be in his heart. But that's about to change as the video hints at an imminent danger that threatens his family when Letty gives Brian her necklace, which she got from Dom, as protection for a mysterious enemy. Now, Dom, for some reason, seemed worried as he stared at this necklace in the next shot. Official synopsis for the movie has not been unveiled yet, but more details can be expected in the coming days as the full trailer is scheduled to be released on Friday, January 31st. 
Jodana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, uh, Natalie Emanuel, Helen Mirren. They're all set to reprise their respective roles with Charlize Theron returning as the villain. Uh, Michael Rooker, John Cena, Finn Cole, Anna Sawa, uh, Vinny Bennett, Azuna, and Cardi B are all added to the cast as new characters, while Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham are not expected to return after starring in their own spin-off, Fast and Furious present Hobbs and Shaw. Kanye West will be kicking off Super Bowl Sunday, February 2nd, with a spiritual experience in Miami, Florida. The stronger hitmaker announced he'll be staging his weekly Sunday surge before the big game on Twitter on Tuesday, uh, revealing the event will start at 11 a.m. at the FPL Solar Amphitheater at Bayfront Park near the site of the Super Bowl. It will mark West's first return to Miami since his debut, his rock opera, Mary, as part of the city's Art Basel Festival last month. Month. The Super Bowl between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs starts at 6.30 p.m. local time with Demi Lovato singing the national anthem and Jennifer Lopez and Shakira providing the halftime entertainment. And Tyra Banks um, has spoken about uh, out about the controversial firing of Gabrielle Union from America Got Talent, a decision which was reportedly made after Gabrielle voiced her concern about the racism on the show. The former host of the NBC competition show weighed in on the matter, praising Gabrielle for having the courage to come forward with that. Considering that she only hosts for two seasons, the American Next Top Model host admitted she wasn't really immersed in the culture of the show to comment on specific related to Union's exit. The model didn't applaud the wife of Dwayne Wade for showing her vulnerable side. Uh, she said, quote, what I love about Gabrielle... Did what she, I love what, about what Gabrielle did is she was very vulnerable. I wasn't surprised close to it, but I saw some of her tweets. Now, Tyra, who only hosted the show for two seasons, also said that, quote, I thought it was maybe beautiful how she wasn't speaking in anger. She's speaking in pain like I'm trying to get through this and I'm crying, unquote. Gabrielle was let go from America Talent in December of 2019. Rumor has it it was a result from her raising concern about the toxic work environment. And Terry Crews finally addressed criticism of why he didn't defend former American Got Talent Judge Gabrielle Union despite her support for him when he opened up on his sexual assault ordeal in the past. The AGT host said it was true he would never speak up for her and explain why. And this is what Terry said. He said, quote, there is only one woman, one herb I have to please. Her name is Rebecca. And this is what he was referring to his wife on Twitter. He even refused to defend his mother, daughters, or sisters. He said, quote, I will let their husbands, boyfriends, partners take care of them. Rebecca gives me wings, unquote. He was flooded with comments on social media due to his remark. Even T.I. couldn't resist leaving a comment on an Instagram post by The Shade Room. While he didn't say any words, he left an emoji with a zip-up lip. Many criticized Cruz as one of them. Uh, one person wrote, man, this is a terrible thing to think, let alone say. You may not believe you have to please them, but they desire the same humane treatment you requested and require when it was your turn to be the person in need of support. Damn, man, it really isn't that hard, unquote. Another comment, quote, saying, I don't care whether they have a man or not. Better believe I will protect my family tirelessly who say something like that. Unquote. 
Yeah, uh, uh, Terry got a lot of backlash, even from someone by the name of uh, Stephen Jackson. Um, He's still mourning the passing of Colby, but when Terry Crews' recent comment came up, uh, it had apparently bothered him so much that he decided to take some time out to call him out. Uh, he, He was... Taking to the Instagram story, the former NBA player branded the Brooklyn Nine-Nine star a clown over his remark about his wife. And speaking to the camera, uh, Stephen admitted he was trying to mourn Kobe but got distracted by Terry's comment that spread all around the Internet. Uh, This prompted him to weigh in. Um, This is what Stephen Jackson said. He said, listen, bro, keep your comments to yourself. If you ain't with us, you, you against us, point blank. You are a clown. Now, it didn't stop there. Uh, Stephen then referenced uh, Terry's story as a survivor of sexual assault when he said that all Terry did when he was talking about his sexual assault story was complain about the assault and that he did nothing about it. Uh, Early this week, uh, again, he sparked backlash after he wrote that comment on Twitter how he wasn't going to defend Gabrielle. Um, But the... Terry has yet to respond to Stephen Jackson's comment. Uh, right now we have uh, 28 uh, minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, uh, we're going to be talking about um, William Shaftner. Uh, he's single again. Uh, he just, uh, his divorce is finally uh, finalized after uh, from his estranged wife, Um Dua Lipa uh, is just a girl who wanted to have fun, but apparently she came on the fire after she was spotted at a Grammy after party. It was Lizzo's after party where they went to a strip club. I'll tell you more about it. And uh, Taraji uh, has hinted that uh, she might get a, a spinoff from her stint on Empire. And uh, Eminem has scored the 10th number one on the U.S. album chart. And the Jonas Brothers are heading to Vegas for their first ever residency show. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Right now we got 24 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Chris Brown called Overtime. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about William Chatner. He's a single man again. After settling his divorce from his uh, strange wife, Elizabeth, the couple was married for 18 years, but thanks to an ironclad prenuptial agreement, the actor will get to keep the money he made as a Star Trek icon before he was he wed, according to a legal document attained by the blast. 
Elizabeth, who was Shatner's fourth wife, split from the actor last year. And Dua Lipa, who only wanted to have fun and going to Lizzo Grammy after parties, one of her ways to have some fun. The Don't Start Now singer previously shared on Instagram story a video of them enjoying the night at the strip club. The clip featured uh, Dua, the juicy songstress, and uh, Rosalia and more celebrity making it rain as strippers danced in front of them. While they were seen having a blast at the bash on Sunday night, January 26th, some fans on Twitter apparently didn't take the video. Well, uh, one person wrote, "What a good example! Dua Lipa, Lizzo, Rosalia sexualizing women, but well afterwards they say they are femi- feminists." One upset fan wrote on the microblogging site, "It didn't take long before hashtag Dua Lipa is over party to begin trending on the Bluebird app." However, the new rules hitmaker fan base quickly jumped into her defense, saying, quote, y'all trying to cancel her for going to a strip club? Why is it completely okay and normal for men to do it, but now that a woman, female, does it, it's a problem? Y'all double standards kind of gross. That's what one supportive fan questioned in the hashtag. One person also found it funny that Dua was the only one getting backlash when there was only high-profile stars in attendance. Uh, the fact that so many people were canceling Dua for going to a strip club, uh, the person said that it was hilarious. Why don't you do the same for other artists that they do the exact same de- thing? And the hashtag was Dua Lipa is over party. That's what one fan tweeted. Dua had yet to react on social media. However, the Grammy-winning musician once blasted social media media in an interview with the BBC. She said, quote, social media can be such an amazing tool and can be so fun to share things, but at the same time it's almost like a breeding ground for hate and anxiety, unquote. Actress Taraji P. Henson has hinted that her stunt on Empire is far from over amid reports suggesting she has landed her own spinoff. The star portrays family matriarch Cookie Lyons on Lee Daniel Hip Hop uh, drama series, which is currently in the midst of its sixth and final season. But recent rumors have in- indicated that Henson will continue playing her larger-than-life character in a new side project, and she isn't denying the claim. Asked about the possibility of fronting her own Empire spinoff, she co- coyly told the Today Show, saying quite that it could be, or she don't know some things she can't talk about. That's what she said on the Today Show. But then she tried to change the topic of the conversation by looking over to, uh, there was like a bunch of flowers on the table next to her, and she just you just focused her attention to the flowers saying, you know, oh, these are pretty flowers, what is this? But when Maria Shriver said that I think she just said something, Tarazi tried to downplay her action, insisting that she didn't say anything, and she just thought the flowers were pretty. The Oscar nominee then dropped her biggest hint, saying, quote, that everything's coming up roses as she winked at the camera. Hence, an interview emerged a week after uh, Fox Network boss Michael Thorne admitted that the topics had been discussed with Empire creator Daniels and Danny Strong, although there were no firm, uh, no firm plans. Um, Matthew McConaughey had, and uh, True Detective creator Nick Pizzolatto, Pizzolatto, sorry, are set to reunite for the upcoming drama series Redeemer. 
The actor who starred in season one of the mystery anthology is set to headline the writer's new show for the FX network as part of the first look deal the the pair had signed. Uh, Based on Patrick Coleman's debut novel, The Churchgoer, the small screen venture focused on a minister-turned-security guard who investigates the disappearance of of a woman and finds himself at the center of a criminal conspiracy. McConaughey will also serve as executive producer. And Eminem has scored his 10th number one on the U.S. album chart. Music to be Murdered by has debuted at the top of the Billboard 200 with 279,000 equivalent album sales. The release is Eminem's first since he dropped Kamikaze, which also entered the chart at number one in 2018. The Stan hitmaker became one of only six acts to score ten or more number one albums, joining the Beatles, Jay-Z, Bruce Springsteen, Barbara Streisand, and Elvis Presley. He also breaks out of a tie with Kanye West for the most number one debut in a row on the Billboard 200. West scored his ninth straight number one debut with Jesus is King in 2019. Holesley Maniac debuted at number two, while Mac Miller's Circles round out the next top three. And uh, Roddy, uh, Roddy Rich, uh, please excuse me for being antisocial, fall two spots to four, and Post Malone Hollywood Bleeding slides to five on the next on the new countdown. The Jonas Brothers are heading to Las Vegas for the first ever residency show. Uh, the hit makers, Nick, Joe, and Kevin Jonas, will take the stage at the Park Theater at Park MGM for nine shows from April 1st to the 18th as part of the Jonas Brothers in Vegas show. Announcing their stint in Sin City on the group's official Twitter page, they penned, quote, Let's Get It, Let's Go, alongside a promo clip for the show. Pre-sales of the ticket for the gig began began on Monday, January 27th, for City Card members, with a general sale opening this Friday. The group made a massive comeback last year, topping chart worldwide with Sucker, their first single since 2013 first time. Subsequently, the group record Happiness Begin enjoys similar success, and the trio has been on the road with the Happiness Begin tour, which wraps up on February 22nd in Paris, France. And Sean P. Diddy Combs, uh, he delivered a powerful speech at the 2020 Grammy Salute to industry icon Gala, calling out the Recording Academy for having no respect for black music. His speech prompted a response from fellow rapper Sauce Money, who agreed with his sentiment. However, he doesn't think Diddy had the right to deliver the message. Taken to social media, Money admitted to respecting the message that Diddy delivered during his speech at the event, but then he added, quote, just not coming from him before he went on to accuse a music mogul of doing the same thing. He said, practice the same backdoor policy against his own people, him and his friend Jay-Z. If the Grammy's on the clock, then y'all are too, unquote. Neither Diddy nor Jay had responded to the accusation. During the event taking place in Beverly Hills over the weekend, Diddy gave the Recording Academy a black eye when accepting his President Merit Award. He said, quote, truth be told, hip-hop has never been respected by the Grammys. Black music has never been respected by the Grammy to the point that it should be, and that stops right now. I'm officially starting the clock. you got 365 days to get the to get your, your S together. We need transpar- transparency. We need diversity, unquote. He went on to dedicate his award to Kanye West, Beyonce No, and other black artists who have been snubbed or overlooked 
by the Grammys for Album of the Year, Accolades. Justin Bieber will release a long-awaited new album, Changes, on Valentine's Day, the star has confirmed. The singer's musical combat is in full swing after he dropped a new tune, Yummy, earlier this month and released the first installment of his new docuseries, Season, on this past Monday, January 27th. During an appearance on the Ellen DeGeneres show, the 25-year-old musician revealed his new album, Changes, will finally be released on February 14th. Justin also revealed details of a massive North American tour, which kicks off on, on May 14th in Seattle, Washington, and plays stadiums and arenas across the U.S. before wrapping up on September 26th in East Rutherford, New Jersey. The star returned to the spotlight comes after he revealed a debilitating battle with the tick-borne illness Lyme disease plagued him over the past two years, confessing at an album playback event in Los Angeles last week. Uh, he said, quote, I don't even think I should be alive. I feel like God brought me out of a really dark place, unquote. After announcing the news, Justin dropped the second track from the record, Get Me, featuring Kalani, which is available to download and stream now. Right now we have 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and I'll come back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. We got London on the track.
Yeah, that was Summer Walker featuring Usher and Come Through. Right now we have 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, Nicki Minaj was back on Instagram. The Anaconda female rapper ended her social media silence by announcing a single and sharing the snippet called Nice to Meet Ya. It's a collaboration with pop singer Megan Trainer. The new song is scheduled to be released on Friday, January 31st, the same day Megan is dropping her third studio album, Treat Myself. The announcement came hot on the heels of the sentencing of Nikki's older brother, Jelani Marat. Uh, he was ordered to serve 25 years to life behind bars following his child rape conviction. Um, Jelani was accused of forcing himself on his underage stepdaughter. The sexual assault came to light in 2015 after the victim's younger brother walked in on Gianni, assaulting the young girl. Now, Nikki never commented on the case, although she initially helped him bail him out. She was also originally listed as a potential witness, but ended up never testifying on her sibling's behalf. During the sentencing, Jelani's uh, lawyer, David Swartz, read a 2016 letter written by Nikki to help her brother get a lighter sentence. The rapper described him as the most patient, gentle, genuine, giving, selfless man she knows. Now, Jelani um, denies the accusations. When the allegations were first made public, he accused the victim's mother, Jacqueline Robinson, of setting him up to blackmail his famous sister. Jacqueline has since got divorced from Jelani. And rapper Yasin Bey, he was forced to cancel plans to travel to the U.K. for a series of festival dates on doctor's orders. Now, you're saying, who is that? The hip-hop veteran, formerly known as Most Deaf, has been booked as a headliner for the touring Beat Horizon Festival with the first gig scheduled to take place in London on January 18th. Now, most Dead had to bow out of that show on the eve of the performance, blaming a minor respiratory issue, but his representatives insisted he would still be able to join the lineup when the event touched down in Manchester on Saturday, January 25th. However, that appearance was also canceled the day before the concert as the 46-year-old was still unwell. Vowing to make it up to his U.K. fans in the near future, he said that God willing he'll see everyone when the time is right, and he thanked everyone. Although uh, most deaf was absent from the weekend's festival stop, attendees were still treated to performances from British rap icon Goldie and drum and bass pioneer Ronnie Size, among others. Selena Gomez, Sam Smith, and Pink are pouring out their support for Demi Lovato following the singer's emotional comeback performance at the Grammy Awards. The pop star returned to the spotlight on Sunday, January 26th, to perform Anyone, the Cry for Help song she recorded just four days before she suffered a drug overdose in 2018, and her fellow musicians took to social media to praise the singer. Gomez took to Instagram stories during the Los Angeles event to post an image of Lovato on stage and wrote, quote, I wish there were words to describe how beautiful, inspirational, and deserved this moment was. Demi, I'm so happy for you. Thank you for your courage and bravery. And Pink tweeted, Oh, Demi, you just tore me down. I'm so glad you're here to sing no words to sing like that. And Smith also found himself moved, expressing how deeply he was affected by the performance on the photo sharing site, saying, I am in tears. That is singing. That is heart, and that is truth, unquote. The highly anticipated moment had a shaky start when Demi tearfully turned to her accomplice, 
seconds into the song and gestured to stop playing the piano and start the tune again. She nailed the song the second time around and earned a standing ovation from her famous fans in the audience at the Staples Center. At the Staples Center, sorry. Lovato told Apple Radio host Zane Lowe last week she still can't believe no one realized the song was a cry for help when she recorded it. Debbie's comeback continuing at this uh, this weekend when she performs at the uh, as she as she performs the national anthem at the Super Bowl in Miami, Florida. And congratulations to Billie Eilish. She made history at the 2020 Grammy Awards. She became the youngest artist to win all four major awards at the annual award-giving event that was held at the Staples Center in Los Angeles on Sunday. Following her Song of the Year win, Billie was called to the stage again to accept the trophy for the Best New Artist and Album of the Year for When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Meanwhile, her mega-hit Bad Guy earned her another major award as it was announced as the winner for Record of the Year. Shocked, Billy didn't even think her record-breaking album should win Album of the Year because, in her opinion, Ariana Grande's Thank You Next was more deserving. In addition to becoming the youngest artist to win all four major awards at the Grammy, she became the first female artist to win all four major categories in a single night. Meanwhile, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Also now, Best Engineer Album, Non-Classical, and Best Pop Vocal Album. Other musicians who took home multiple awards at the 2020 Grammy Awards include Lizzo, Lil Nas X, and Lady Gaga. Besides pop solo performers, Lizzo notch uh, Best Traditional R&B Performance for Jerome and Best Urban Contemporary Album for Cause I Love You. Lil Nas Old Town Road, on the other hand, earned him Best Pop Duo Group Performance and Best Music Video. And as for Gaga, her contribution to A Star Is Born soundtrack got her award for Best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media and Best Song Written for Visual Media. Ricky Martin is helping the people of Puerto Rico who has been devastated by the recent earthquakes. According to TMZ, the shebang hitmaker sat with local politicians last Friday to come up with effective solutions at the Roberto Clemente Coliseum in San Juan. The release effort comes after the country has been hit with powerful earthquakes since last mo- uh, late last month with a 6.4 magnitude quake wrecking, wrecking in uh, havoc in several villages on January 7, damaging several homes, attractions, and hotels along the southwest coast. Uh, the town of Guadalajara, Guanica, and Ponce suffered the worst damage uh, as the aftershock triggered power outages, leaving businesses resorting to using generators. Uh, Ricky recently blasted Governor Wanda Vasquez and her uh, administration after uh, footage emerged of unused earthquake aid, including bottled water, diapers and formula, and portable stoves and propane gas sitting dormant in a government-owned warehouse. The Star is now reportedly planning to host a benefit concert next month, and he'll also be on the ground delivering goods to those in need. The move comes after the singer filmed the movie video for his new tune, uh, Turboronis, in the Territory. Right now, uh, we have four minutes left remaining in the show. I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in, listened to the show this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Also, to uh, 
thank everyone who's been tuning in for 11 years now. And if you want to know more about the show, that's Entertainment Online Radio, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertaining one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14, like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gives. Have a great week. Stay safe. Make sure you tell your loved ones you love them. Hold your children a little more tired because life is too short. Because with the passing of NBA legend Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna and the other um, seven passengers, it was just a really hard blow this week. And uh, we just want to just remember Kobe, his family, our condolences to his family and to all the other victims of the crash. Make sure you have a good week, have a great day, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.